This is Tracy. And this is Sheila, and we are Spy Fat Chicks. In this week's episode, we're bringing to you Dos Mexican Places in Oshawa. Busting out your lead Spanish skills there, making me all envious. <laughs> so. Oh, there's no German places, sorry. Nine. Verhaven, Kaina, Deutsche, Essen. Knock. Knock Oshawa? No. Anyway, yeah, it's been a long time since I've used any German, so. But, uh, yeah, we had a, a, an urge for some Mexican the one day we were out geocaching and figured this is as good a time as any to check out the local Mexican cuisine outside of the delicious and wonderful Viva Burrito. Which we always highly recommend. Yes. Please check out Viva Burritos on Center Street. Downtown. We'll just say generic downtown. Downtown Oshawa. Oshawa. So, first up, and this isn't like one of those face-off episodes that we inadvertently did with Five Guys and Patty Shack. This is just, you know... Trying to put a couple themed restaurants together that were all pretty awesome and we mm. highly recommend like everything. They're good at two different things. Mm -hmm. They're not the same restaurant by far. Absolutely correct. So the first one's Mexico Lindo. Mm. And they've got a couple of locations. They've got one downtown Oshawa and one up on Taunton. And isn't there one out somewhere else? There's one too? in Port Perry. I think there's one in Port Perry now too. I think so. So they have quite a few locations. Um they're about the closest we can get in Canada to the, the Mexican restaurant phenomena that is really occurring in the United States. Mm -hmm. I've been saying for years, because I like to make myself sound smart and stuff, <laughs> that Mexican restaurants in the States have become what Chinese restaurants were back in like the 40s and 50s and 60s. Yeah, they're ubiquitous. It's a, it's an Americanized version of the cuisine. It's technically mm -hmm. Tex-Mex, I think. Yeah. Although there are some authentic dishes on it, depending mm -hmm. on who's cooking, right? Yeah, depending on the restaurants. But you're going to have that menu where everything's numbered. You're going to have all the different crazy combo platters. And mm -hmm. they're going to have the quick lunch menu. That's like, The one in Morgantown that we used to go to all the time was called the Speedy Gonzales. And it was like mm -hmm. two tacos and rice for five bucks. And it came out in like 15 or 20 minutes or something. So we don't really have anything like that in Canada. No. And we have a decent population yeah, we do have Up some Mexican Mexicans. folks, but a lot of the Spanish people here are actually from Central and South America. Yeah. It's not quite the same. Mm -hmm. We do have a Hispanic population, but it's nowhere near as much as the States is. Exactly. Even in West Virginia, where we're, you know, very close to the Northeast, we had a pretty dense Mexican population. As mm -hmm. Now, you go further south and it's just, you're going to get even more variety than your average strip mall Mexican restaurant. And I miss those places. I genuinely mm, me too. do. I miss some of the burritos and enchiladas they would do and some of the other little things. So we decided to scratch that itch and check out Mexico Lindo. And it's good. Somebody had falsely tipped us off that it was expensive. It's not. Mm -mm. And we had avoided it for years because we were told it was hideously expensive. I was thinking like white tablecloth, candles on the table. Yeah. Here's your $50 entree thing. Yeah, but no. Not, that's not the case at all. You're not going to pay any more there than if you go to the Weasel or Trinity or you go to Out Lounge or you go to Teddy's. You're looking around 8 to $14 max a person for a meal. Mm -hmm. Plus if you have obviously any alcohol add-on to that. Mm -hmm. But the prices were really reasonable. I was I was happy with that. It's, they're definitely middle of the road as far as prices go. Exactly. Not really, really cheap, but definitely not expensive. No, it's no worse than, say, Swiss Chalet. As I'm mm -hmm. looking out from our recording studio in the parking lot <laughs> out across the Swiss Chalet. Yeah. Our, our recording studio is brought to you by General Motors. <laughs> our lovely car. So, but... Um, we just checked it out for lunch, but we really ordered off the dinner menu mm -hmm. and we were highly unoriginal and we got the same thing. Well, we got the same thing, but we got different sauces. Good which point. does change everything. We both got the enchilada, enchilada dinner 
<laughs> and I got the mole sauce and you got the Diablo sauce. I did. So tell us about your mole. The mole was still pretty freaking <laughs> spicy. <laughs> I, I really like mole sauce and their mole sauce is really, really good, but it does have a quite a bit of heat to it. Oh yeah. Uh, and you know, I have limited experience with mole sauce. I've had it maybe what I can count on one hand, the number of times I've mm -hmm. had it in my life. And they have some pretty good mole sauce to my completely uneducated palate. Yeah, for those that don't know, mole sauce is got the dark chocolate in it, so it's a little bit sweet and really spicy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be really spicy, but if you're somebody who's not really into spicy foods, mm -hmm. like really, really they bother you for health reasons, you might want to look at it kind of suspiciously there. Maybe get the mild instead. <clears throat> yes. Because mole sauces do tend to be spicy, but that mm -hmm. one was like, it was on the upper end of spicy. Well, they may have been punishing you because of me as well. Could be. So, and besides, <laughs> by the way, mole is just fun to say. Just sit back for a second, pause the podcast, and just be like, mole. I'm going to get the mole. Mole, mole, mole. Guacamole. It's fun. Fun yes. stuff. So I got the enchilada platter, same thing as Sheila. Um, I did not eat my beans. You ate your beans. I think I asked for no beans. I think they brought more rice or something. <clears throat> you said, no me gustan frijoles. But I said that in English. Because <laughs> I'm not a fan of fried, refried beans. What did you think of the beans? They were good, yeah. And the rice was good. I mean, it was delicious. The yeah. salad -y stuff. Everything was delicious on the plate. Now, I got the Diablo because I am stupid and brave and I have an ego. And I feel like I have to prove something all the time. I don't know who you're proving this to because I really don't care. I don't know either. <laughs> I wish I could figure it out so I could tell it... that person to go away so I don't have to do this to myself anymore. Maybe you're just trying to prove it to yourself. Maybe. I don't know. But, you know, I, I love spicy food. That's mm. part of those. I genuinely enjoy really spicy food. So I order it. And the, the waitress, who was wonderful, by the way, wonderful wait staff at Mexico Lindo. And this was the one downtown mm -hmm. in Oshawa. So she said, are you sure? Because our Diablo sauce is really spicy. I'm like, I love it spicy. Bring it on. <laughs> Don't taunt the wait staff with how much you like spicy food. At least she probably was polite enough to wait as she walked away to roll her eyes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they are an establishment when you order a soft drink beverage. It is a can of, of beverage, a can of, mm. of soda. So keep that in mind when you're ordering something really spicy. The lovely waitress happily brought us some more water when our food came because we were suffering. So mine came out, and it just was, oh, it was great. The meat was nice and mm -hmm. lean and meaty, and the sauce on it and the cheese and everything. Just, it looked gorgeous. The plate was stuffed. We have pictures. We'll put them up. Yeah. It just, everything was perfect, but the sauce burned and burned. I had tears streaming down my face. Tears of joy. <laughs> These were tears of joy because it was spicy, and it was delicious. It wasn't heat without flavor. Mm -hmm. But I paid a price. Yeah. Dear God. My nose was running. I was like, oh, this is really spicy. That's just, it was like my entire vocabulary had been completely eliminated. And all I was able to say was, this is really spicy. Yes. <laughs> it had that really, the dark, uh, bitter chocolate taste uh, from the dark chocolate and the mole sauce. And it was spicy and it was flavorful. Oh. And it was so good and so rich and so tasty. But I might just order the mild next time. Yeah. And after having gone as long as we have without any um, Mexican food outside of like your handheld burrito, mm. it was such a treat. Oh my God. Yeah. That was just, you know, what we'd been waiting for for like years. Yeah. So that was great. And now the portion sizes? Well, they were pretty decent. Fours. Yeah. On the one to five scale. I was full. <laughs> I was, I was overly full, uh, full. I would almost edge it towards a five. It was so filling we had to come back for dessert, and then we ate, ordered the dessert, and the dessert was like a four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
so everybody, when we told our friends, oh, we finally went to Mexican Lindo, it was great, da-da-da-da-da. Like, oh, did you get the fried ice cream? Because, you know, every time you go to a Mexican place, you try the fried ice cream. Mm -hmm. And we're like, no, we didn't. We were really full after the meal. Why didn't you get the fried ice cream? Like, what, six or seven people yeah. berated us? So we go back for dessert one night and decide, we're here for dessert. Dinner was a few hours ago. We're each going to get our own orders of fried ice cream. Yeah, bring it on. Mistake number one. Jeez. Oh, it's like a pint of ice cream. It looks as big as a softball. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a softball sized serving of really good vanilla ice cream mm -hmm. with that crispy uh, cornflake. Whatever coating. Coating. Yeah. Deep fried and then they have uh, chocolate sauce on it. And right? the honey sauce too. And honey sauce. They do the honey and the chocolate sauce. I like those of you who grew up in the States around the 80s and 90s, you remember Chi-Chi's, the restaurant. Whenever they did their fried ice cream, you had to pick between strawberry, chocolate, or honey. At least at ours, you had to pick. And that's what they would drizzle on top, the little tiny serving of fried ice cream that was like a quarter the size of what we had at Mexico <laughs> Lindo. And it was delicious. My favorite was always the honey sauce. Mm -hmm. But I was so excited when it had like the chocolate and the honey sauce on it. I'm like, yeah. You feel like you were getting away with something? Uh, it was pretty. I mean, it came in this like nice fried bowl that was, you know, drizzled with all the sauces. And they had the little dollops of whipped cream on the plate. The mm -hmm. presentation was, you know, delicious looking. We also got pictures of that as well. Yes, but it, huge. Absolutely huge. If you're going to get the ice cream there, you need to have friends. Or that needs to be your meal. Because it mm -hmm. is way too much for one person. Not that we're saying Mexico Lindo needs to change their serving sizes. By all means, keep it up because the food is awesome. But good lord. It's a lot of ice cream. It is a serious amount of ice cream. So two hearty fat chick thumbs up. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Looking forward to going back and sampling some more of their menu. They have a decent variety on there. They have your different uh, platters. Burritos, mm. enchiladas, tacos, fajitas, salads. They, they some one soups. thing I, that they didn't have that I was looking for was the tamales. Mm. I looked for tamales, yeah. they didn't have them, but everything else was amazing. Yes, everything else was good. If you want a nice sit-down place to go grab a bite of lunch or dinner uh, Mexican style, and you're in the Durham region up in Ontario, we definitely recommend it. It's it's really good. And they do have their liquor license, so if you want a Dosa Quiso or a Corona with mm -hmm. it, you can definitely do that as well. And they run specials. They had mm. some different specials for like a bucket of uh, of Corona or Dosa and they had their own beer now. They said it was like a lager. Yeah. Um, they didn't really have any other information of like who who had made it, but... I think they said it was kind of like a Foster's, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The Lindo Lager. The Lindo Lager. So next up, totally changing tack, but still staying within the genre. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about another burrito place. Now we know. We are fans of Viva. This is a different style of burrito. Um, this is more like, um, what's the like, place? Like Mucho Burrito? Mucho Burrito or in the or States. Qdoba, mm -hmm. Or Qdoba uh, or... What's this? the other place? Chipotle. 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 We have to tell that story. So we're driving back. Or we're, I can't remember if we were driving to the States or driving back from the States, but we stopped at the Angola Rest Plaza. It was to Erie. We went to the McDonald's to get a snack. Like, let's just get a snack wrap, mm -hmm. just something small to tide us over. It'll be the same amount as buying a candy bar from the yeah little convenience store there. So let's get a little something. So I roll up and I'm like, hey, do you guys have the the Chipotle chicken snack wraps? Because we have them in Canada. And she's like, what? The Chipotle? No, we don't have that. I'm like, Chipotle? She's like, Chipotle. No, we don't have it. She said it twice. Yeah. Just like that. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm dying of okay, laughter. Okay, I'll just take the buffalo chicken one then, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> It was pretty awesome. We're like, all right. Right then. Mm, love it. So Yeah, her, the ignorance was strong with that one. So now we can't help but say Chipotle because it's stuck in our brains. 
So we went to a, a burrito place. It's on, uh, is it Athol? It's on Athol. It's where the old Thirsty Monk used to be. Sheila's old stomping grounds, by the way. She drank many an evening away in the old Thirsty mm -hmm. Monk. Yep. It looks almost the same inside, but it looks a lot smaller. And, and the bar is now a burrito bar, so not yeah, quite the same. Yeah, and there's no staircase going upstairs mm -mm. anymore either, so it's, it's got a separate entrance. So the place that we went to was Jimmy Guac's. They have an extensive selection on their menu. Freaking A they do. So I can see why you prefer them to Mucho Burrito. Yeah, I hands down, I like them much better than Mucho Burrito. I like them as much as I like Qdoba in the States. Mm -hmm. I still miss that crazy, like, plain as all heck um, cilantro, lime cilantro rice that Qdoba did. Mm. They do a, a much more flavorful seasoned rice. So that's kind of why Qdoba still has a high point in my mind. Yeah. But no, I, I really, really dug them a lot. They had everything from, you know, your normal pulled pork, beef, chicken, whatever, burritos, down to different types of seafood. Yeah. They had so. like a halibut one, I think. Um, they, they had, had shrimp. Shrimp. Cod. Cod. They did switch it up. They let you do like a shrimp and chicken one. I mean, they really had an amazing variety on the menu for a burrito place. So I guess they're more like California style burritos because mm -hmm. the fish taco thing's big in California. Yeah, right? it actually does remind me of some of the things Patrick would talk about, some of the burrito places and, and taco stands mm -hmm. out in California. So uh, prices are pretty good. You're mm -hmm. looking around. If you get the big burrito, about eight bucks, about six if you get one of the smaller ones. And really, if you're hungry but not famished, probably a small one's going to be enough. Yeah. Uh, we made the mistake because we said regular, and for some reason I thought regular was the small. It's actually small and regular. Yeah. So if you say regular, you're actually getting the large. Just keep that in mind. Which, you know, God forbid I got more food to eat. Oh, no. Right. What am I going to do now? <laughs> but it was like, oh, oh, that is very large. It's mm, thank you. It's as big as my forearm. Yes. I'll just sit here and try to eat this now. And I had the shrimp one because Sheila... It was captured by pod people that day and decided she did not want shrimp. <laughs> I know. I should have got the shrimp. I know. Surprise. What I ordered was good, mm -hmm. but I really should have got the shrimp because that's what I wanted. Now, you had like their house one. What was yeah, it called? was the um, the Jimmy G's. Mm -hmm. And it was basically filled with the uh, meat of uh, choice and that was taco meat. Mm -hmm. It was seasoned uh, beef with taco seasoning, which I guess is just mostly cuman, but... <clears throat> yeah. But, um... It's a, your your normal burrito. You get at a fast food burrito place. Now, big choice of toppings. <coughs> nice Kinda choice. Like the subway thing where <clears throat> they put the meat on, then they roll it over, and mm -hmm. you pick what you want on it. Now they do. Um, their hot peppers <laughs> are quite spicy. The theme of this episode is ways Tracy has injured her digestive system. Apparently. <laughs> well, my well, even I said that's kind of a small spoon. Yeah. Because <laughs> it looked like it was just chopped up. Uh, like jalapenos. jalapenos. Yeah, it's like finger chilies or something. Yes, yeah, something else. <laughs> Maybe even habaneros, but I, no, it wasn't quite that spicy. Yeah, but it, it was, was something definitely spicier than a spicier than a jalapeno. jalapeno. I'm kind of going with finger chilies because, mm. in uh, retrospect, the size of the chilies chopped up on the spoon kind of looked like that narrow finger chili thing. Mm. Or they that. just could have gotten some like amazingly buff jalapenos. I don't know. Right. But anyway, we both ordered that on it and it was really good. It added like a nice amount of heat to it. Mm -hmm. And I understood why the spoon was so small. Yeah. <laughs> no, but great burrito. One of the other things I liked about them is they, um, they whip it on the burrito press and they, they really like let it hang out there for a while. Yeah. And you get this nice crisp outer coating mm. on the burrito, which adds another kind of crunchy dimension to it. It was, it was good. It was cool. Um, I would totally go back. Yeah. They have all the stuff, the guacamole, sour cream, 
every different kind of vegetation you could think of. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so hard to talk about it because you're, on one hand, you're like, it's, it's a burrito place. But on the other hand, it's a really good burrito place. And I feel like I should say more about it. But I'm out of adjectives for <clears throat> delicious, tasty pellets right. of food. Well, we could talk about a couple more things that they're open really late. Yeah. They're open until three in the morning. Only one night a week, though. And they do deliver. They do deliver, too. So they're open late. They do deliver. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're really, really busy at lunchtime. So you know that's got to be more than just us mm-hmm. likes it. And there were police there. That weren't arresting people mm-hmm. that were buying burritos to eat. That's the burritos were so sign. delicious, they were criminal. Yes. Well, we waited a good five, five, seven minutes to get up to the counter just to order, and they had a good assembly line going. Mm-hmm. And then on the way out, we actually ended up talking to one of the owners, and it's uh, becoming a franchise. Yeah, because I asked, I said, well, it said something about a, a franchise, and I asked, are there any other ones around? And she proceeded to explain that it was her and her sister. I said sister. That opened up that one in Oshawa, and then they were opening up another one in, was it Pickering? I thought they said Whitby or, or Whitby? Pickering. Might be Whitby. There's a couple more that's going to be opening in Durham region. Yeah, so check out their Facebook, so check they're, out they're a local their website, chain. which we love. Mm. You know, God bless the regional chains. They are, to me, about as big as you can take a restaurant and still maintain your quality level and maintain yeah. control over it. Once you go much more beyond a regional one, you're really going to lose something in the translation. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's terrible to say it, but it's the... The nature of the game. Exactly. You, you don't have the personal touch there anymore. Like, I, as much as I love Permanent Brothers, I'm going to cry inside when they go into, like, a really national chain someday. Uh, Quaker Steak and Lube, the same thing. Once mm-hmm. they finally go into a national chain, I'm going to just sit in a corner bitterly and think about how good their wings <laughs> used to be and how they're just not going to be as good anymore. <laughs> so, but yeah, we've picked up two great, you know, Mexican places in Oshawa. I do want to throw a third thing out there that's totally unrelated to Mexican, but I really want to talk about it because we've been so excited about it lately. Alexander Keith's, one of the breweries in Canada that's owned by one of the big boys, has a cider now. Mm Mm-hmm. And dear God, is it good. It's delicious. Yeah. We were at the LCBO um, picking up some cider the one night, and the guy at the counter said, hey, you know, do you know about the Alexander Keith's cider? And we both whip our heads around, what? Because Alexander Keith's is a mighty fine beer of mm-hmm. many different flavors. He said, yeah, we're going to have it on the shelves on Monday. You guys need to come back and buy some. I'd, I'd break up a pack for you right now to buy a couple, but we have to do inventory. Like, oh, don't worry. We'll be back. <laughs> Went back, picked up a few uh, cans. Divine. Very good. Nicely balanced. A little bit sweet, a little bit tart, but mm-hmm. not really leaning one way or the other lopsidedly. It says to serve over ice. I've never done that, no. but I think it's fine just straight out of the glass. Mm-hmm. And Sheila and I kind of have the whole, like, eternal duel of, of cider flavors going on because you mm. like your ciders a little tart and a little more in your face, and I like my ciders a little more mellow, and I like them a little sweeter. Mm-hmm. It's one of Which the few weird. times... you think I'd be the one with the sweet tooth. You know, yeah, because I'm the one that has, like, the salt tooth and the fat tooth, and mm-hmm. you have the sweet tooth, but in this case, you'd want nothing to do with the sweeter ciders. I usually drink them. My favorite's actually Magner's. Mm-hmm. But we both really like the, the Keith's. Mm. It was a nice middle-of-the-road, crowd-pleasing cider. And everybody we've had try it so far has really enjoyed it, too. So if you're in Canada, or rather in Ontario, I'm sure they already have it out on uh, where Keith's is brewed. Out in Nova Scotia, yeah. I'm sure they already have it Because they pilot there. everything out yeah, there first. Yeah, exactly. So. But yeah, if you're in the Ontario area and you haven't checked it out, totally go hit it up. Yeah. yeah, it's flying off the shelves, which is really encouraging. Anything else you want to add? I don't think so. The cider thing actually does relate since Mexican food, summertime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that relates. Well, Patio I, weather is here. I I really want to try um, 
the quiche or a good cider period with some mm. cheese fondue. Yes. Because, you know, apple and cheese goes together really well anyway. And I just mm -hmm. think cheese fondue with cider instead of wine would be killer. Oh, yes. So, you know, just kind of keep that in the back of your mind. So, um, also, we've got some stuff going on outside of the podcast right now. Updates may be semi-irregular. Be patient mm -hmm. with us. What we're going to do is if we hit a week where life is too crazy, we're going to put up a rerun of one of our early episodes that... We still haven't figured it out. If there's anybody out here, out there who knows what's going on with iTunes inter interfering, interfacing, entering something with Podbean, that we can only have up to about, what, 30 episodes out of pop on iTunes yeah. and they cycle off, they drop off. Which means if you're getting us off of like iTunes, you're going to, if you want to go back and catch stuff, you actually have to go to Podbean to get it. I don't know how it reacts with any of the other podcatcher um, software. Mm -hmm. Like some of the Android apps. If anybody could let us know how far back they can go on that. Just like Stitcher. I think Stitcher goes back 100% to the first app. Mm -hmm. But just for people who are getting it off of some of the more um, mainstream feeds, when we run into a week, which will be for the next couple months, where we're going to not be able to put some stuff up, we're just going to say, hey, it's a rerun. Check this out. You're really going to enjoy it. Because honestly, I think some of our early stuff was pretty good. Yeah. And... To be honest, we're closing in on 100 episodes. I think this is going to be episode 89 or 90. Yeah, we're getting close. So there's a lot of good stuff mm -hmm. earlier now, that uh, bears repeating. Yeah, definitely. And um, the quality of the podcast itself, the actual audio quality is a little different because at the time we were using a Sony uh, digital recorder mm -hmm. and it, it picked up a totally different sound compared to now we've, we've given into the, I don't know, the great fruit devil. Yeah, and we use my, <laughs> we use my iPod to record because the iPod with its tiny little mic on it, it gets killer sound. It does I a mean, great recording. It really does record best of anything we've used. So who who knew an iPod would do the best? Short of actually having nice digital headsets and recording directly into the computer. And don't worry, it's on the list for someday. Oh, mm -hmm. someday soon. Then this is the best. The next best thing, so. Instead of having our recording studio by General Motors, it'll be the recording studio in the basement. Mm -hmm. Soundproof area where the dog can't get in. So, anything else you want to add? I don't think so. Alright, this is Tracy. And this is Sheila. And we are Zvi Fat Chicks. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this Zvi Fat Chicks podcast. Please add us as a friend on Facebook and or follow us on Twitter. You can email your comments, questions, or suggestions to ZviFatChicks at gmail.com. That's Z-W-E-I-F-A-T-C-H-I-C-K-S at gmail.com. Our theme music is Hot Swing by Kevin McLeod. Our podcasts, like Mr. McLeod's music, are protected under a Creative Commons attribute copyright. You can make copies of our shows and share them with friends. Please make sure that credit is given. Thanks for listening and have a great day.